You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. What you listening to? That's the radio. What is the 411? We are back! You people are supposed to be sensitive and sharp. The last bastion of quality programming. Who are these sick people? You're a producer. Come up with something. And good morning, JP Coriel Huskernick. It is Wednesday, December 26th. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning, JP. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Hey, a reminder uh, if you either of you ever get. to a position where you're going to be a- elected on, somebody's going to vote on and choose you as a possibility. Um, you- you're going to vote for yourself, right? Like governing body? Well, like yeah, you should. Anything. Like, say oh. somebody thought broadcaster of the year and Coriel is nominated, <laughs> Nick's nominated. I wish. Are you, are you going to vote for yourself? Are you going to vote for Nick? Or No. I feel like that's bad luck if you vote for yourself, isn't it? I don't think anybody. No, you get. You need to vote for yourself. Yeah, I, and I agree with Nick. Every really? vote matters. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was ev- oh, yeah. always told to never vote for yourself because it like looks. It looks like no. Every Nick whatever. hit it in the nail on the head. Every vote matters. Really? Uh, because well, that's what we're why we're still talking about an election that happened a month ago. There's a small town in uh, of Rainer, Wisconsin, uh, Rainer, Washington, near Seattle, that had okay. their city council election last month. The two guys running for the seat were Damon Green and Ryan Roth reason we're talking about it a month later is because they had to do a recount after Ryan won by a single vote. He won 247 oh, to 246. are you telling me the other guy didn't vote for himself then? Damon could have won, <laughs> but he didn't vote for himself. Oh. Yeah, told- that's, that, that happens. That's, there's a reason why every year in our election, they show, or every four years, they show the presidents going in to vote for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what I think would take care of this, especially since it's only one vote and like the odds of that happening, you only lose by one vote are i'm sure pretty slim why don't we just change it so that if you are officially running if you're officially on the ballot you don't get to personally vote that doesn't seem fair why <laughs> like yeah like your vote is yeah well i guess I always it would felt be like... it was like kind of redundant anyways because it's like of course they'd vote i mean i know obviously i said myself. i i yeah. i wouldn't just because that's like what I, mean, I was told, and then you have the option to or to not to. I just think that you that, would obviously vote for yourself to win. So that's it's like, kind why of the, even vote? That's kind of the TV show Big Brother method, because like when somebody nominates two people to be evicted from the House, they're not allowed to vote unless there's a tiebreaker. See? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously it goes against like your freedoms of liberty and things. Like you have a right to vote. Yeah, you have a right to vote. But they also don't make you vote, so never mind. I think when you enter or something like that, you, I, I think they, they should make it so that you don't have to vote. You shouldn't vote. You shouldn't vote. Interesting. Be, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, but I like it. Well, the, the Damien guy who could have voted for himself told the reporter it just felt too narcissistic, just like uh, Corey had mentioned <laughs> a little bit ago. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, now he gets to, now he gets to watch the other guy's policies go through. Mm-hmm. Good job, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Uh, that was uh, good. To his credit, he's not complaining, and he says he has no regrets. He is planning on running again next time. Oh, so did his next time? His next time he runs, his motto has to be "No regrets." Big time. <laughs> Just get that has to be no regrets. Ne- next time he runs, he's like Uno reverse. I'm back in here again. <laughs> yeah, Uno no regrets, everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> Do make this. sure make sure if you're nominated for something and you have a chance to vote for yourself, vote for yourself. It's not too narcissistic. Or, I mean, if you can talk your opponent into sitting out the vote, too, good luck. But I bet that they don't. I bet they vote for themselves.
Here's what's next with the J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick Show. All right, so today we've got a couple's therapy, Dan and Kimberly, and an issue with a party that they were at. You're going to pick a side coming up. We'll get uh, your brushes with celebrity, some would-you-rather action, and the nitty-gritties on the way next. Ernest and Luke Bryan wrote a song about Jelly Roll while golfing. Reba McIntyre's Rock and who Brad Paisley would definitely collaborate with. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty-gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty-gritty from Music City powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. Jelly Roll and Ernest have known each other for a long time, long before either of them even became stars, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. The two were guests on the This Past Weekend podcast with Theo Vaughn, the comedian, and the subject of their long friendship came up, leading to an amusing story of how that friendship was turned into a song, actually, with the help of Luke Bryan. Oh, okay. So Luke and Ernest were golfing and drinking when Luke insisted the story of their friendship would make a good song, so they started writing lines like as they golfed and then occasionally FaceTime Jelly Roll to get his input. I went to college. He went to jail. One was a dorm room. One was a cell. Who came out on top? Hell, it's hard to tell. I went to college. He went went to jail. jail. Okay. funny. I love that. (laughs) While the genesis of the song may be more a little like unorthodox, I should say. It's real life, which is Ernest and Jelly Roll's wheelhouse. So no word on if that song's like actually going to be recorded or released or not. But sometimes when stories like this come out and you talk about like side projects or just like goofy little like um, ditties and whatever, people start like asking for it. And they might actually. So I don't know. Maybe tweet them. Tell them to release it. There you go. Reba McIntyre and boyfriend Rex Lynn have been dating for almost four years and have known each other a little longer than that. So naturally, the question for some people arises about maybe like wedding bells for the couple. Reba has brushed them off. But this week, uh, there was a, a new wrinkle in the narrative. So Ooh, okay. Monday, Reba was sporting a sparkly diamond ring. I would call that a rock, actually, on, you know, that traditional finger as she posed for photos and gave press interviews ahead of the season's first live taping of The Voice. When asked about the ring by E.T.'s Cassie Delora, Reva calmed the waters. She said, quote, I just found it, she said about the jewelry. <laughs> I told Leslie, she continued seemingly referring like to her brand manager, uh, Leslie Matthews Ducker, quote, I'm going to put something out there, just let everybody talk about it. Delora continued, you know, I am planning a wedding. I, am I still the only one planning a wedding? And then Reba says, yes, you are, to clarify. So, I, you know what? Props to Cassie Delora, because she reframed the question. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been stooped by that, honestly. <laughs> that was pretty smart. A pretty good play. No big announcement yet, though. But she is. Reba! There we go. What? I just wanted to play. Oh. <laughs> so you wanted just as an excuse to play that sound bite. Okay. It's fun. Do, <laughs> do you feel good? I do. feel a lot better okay, about good. that. Brad Paisley was a guest on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon Monday when the subject of Brad's new music came up. When Jimmy Fallon seemed genuinely interested in the material Brad is working on, it seems the topic was a means to a different end for the talk show host. He holds up a picture of Brad Paisley and Post Malone in a recording studio. Mm. And Jimmy Fallon says, quote, I did see this photo. Here's a picture of you and Posty. Is there a possibility that Post Malone could be on the new album? Brad wouldn't 
commit to the bit. He would not commit to the answer. He says, well, we'll see. Uh, and he sidestepped a little bit. I love him. He's Charming. the greatest guy, and he loves country music. And uh, we'll see if we do something. You never yeah. Know. So with Post spending more time mm. in country music than in pop or hip-hop lately, we're guessing that all these appearances in Nashville recording studios are bound to lead to something interesting. I mean, I know that a lot of that was definitely under the guise that he was performing during the CMA Awards. So, yeah, but you know, why not take advantage of he's in town to do it? Yeah, but he was seen in multiple recording yeah. studios, so who knows? Very well could be. Ooh. And he's teased uh, the country album. He says like, yeah. there's going to be a country album. So, The Nitty Gritty from Music City. I'm Coriel with Kix 96.9. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Let's get you some good. If you got a good thing, let us know. Facebook X or Instagram KX969 and you too can be a part of the show. Coriel, what's your good thing today? My good thing? Now, we are going a, a, a little ways down Interstate 80 here, okay? Oh, okay. But this will put you in the holiday spirit. So if you are driving towards Minden, Nebraska, Dean Zorb's house in the daylight. You might not really think much of it. It'd be hard to tell some of the stuff. You might see some kind of like fixtures out there, but not really think anything of it. It's at night, though, when this whole piece of land, five acres of land, actually, is transformed into Christmas in the country is what he calls it. For about 12 years, he's decorated five acres of land just north of Winden. With about uh, Winden, Minden, uh, with about a hundred and fifty thousand light bulbs, he oh, says, wow. "quote You start it, and then people kind of expect it, so you put it up, upon, or you put it upon yourself to do more, and it's just grown to where it is today." He started the tradition when he lived in Wood River. He uh, put lights up on a pivot to make it look like it was shooting blue water, which is really cool. His love for lights followed him to Minden when he married his wife Julie. Um, and uh, they, they did have their lights go out a couple times. It's so hefty. I mean, this is like a Clark Griswold situation. Like, so much energy. They, <laughs> to convince the power company, Dean had to show them, like, his electricity bills for December and January. But um, he's got, like, a ladder, um, an elf climbing up a ladder with gifts. There's a barn with reindeer. Santa's playing golf. A carousel. A Ferris wheel. A manger scene. So many other displays. I won't get all the way into it. But, yes, in the front, Dean has set up a camper with a sign that says, Here comes Cousin Eddie. And there is a mannequin dressed as National Lampoon Christmas Vacations Cousin Eddie. It's pretty awesome. So, so great. That should put you a little bit in the holiday spirit. Remind you that it's going to be warm today and tomorrow. If you've been putting off Christmas lights, today and tomorrow are your days to do it. Yep, definitely. Nick, your good thing. Uh, my good thing. And Coriel, I'm going to say the name of this. Just settle down for a minute, okay? Mm. My good thing is something called Flash Jeff Goldblum? Oh. Flash what? Flash dads. That's what is it's the, my good thing. I don't know and if I can is, contain my excitement. I know, right? So uh, what this is, though, is there's this group of dads. Um, they come from all different types of backgrounds uh, that are in New Jersey. And they're basically, they got together and started talking about how, like, their kids are bummed to be at school. They don't, you know, elementary schools, you know, they don't want to be there. They'd rather be at home, all these things. So these dads have started just showing up to random schools to high five kids as they're going in and tell them how awesome they are oh. for being at school and all the stuff they do. And these principals giving these quotes about how amazing the day is for these kids because Aww. it started off 
so positive and like all the positive energy that comes from these guys. So I just think it's really fun. They got like signs that are like, have no fear. The flash dads are here and they're like <laughs> high five so awesome. kids and telling it's just, it's a neat the reinforcement. I think on how positivity in the morning can set your whole day uh, up for such a good day, you know? So pretty cool. Good for yeah, these guys. That's awesome. Agreed. Uh, my good thing is if you got a college kid uh, going to work, studying for finals, tell them to stop what they're doing and jump on this offer now. Amazon is offering college student flights home for the holidays for 25 bucks. What? They have to be a member of Amazon's Prime Student Program, and there's like a limited number of tickets each day. 3,000 uh, of them total. But it, And it started yesterday, so like the first 1,000 was offered yesterday. Another 1,000 will be offered today. And then another wow. thousand tomorrow. And it works on select routes to all 50 states with departure dates between December 8th and the 25th and return dates as late as January 14th. Okay, I love that. That is really cool. So get in there. And like, so there's a $500 limit. If a ticket would normally cost you more than that, you pay 25 bucks plus any amount over 500. So it's like $475 in savings just to be able to get the college kids wow. home. So it's a brilliant Aww. program that they've started up. Cool. That's uh, cool. And just one more way to help people out, which I think is a very cool thing. So, Definitely. Uh, students, parents, check out Amazon Prime Student Program. The other good thing is there's still a bunch of money to be had in, I believe, this time around the Powerball. It's Wednesday. Yeah, so Wednesday it's Powerball. 435 bucks to be had if you'd like to get the Millionaire's Club. 435 bucks? 435 million Let's bucks. Do uh, it. Yeah, the no, million. no, no. I just want 435 bucks divided among the six of us. Million would be cool, and but just. Nine of us, whatever it is. Let's go. Yeah. 435 million dollars. If we hit Rosie's on the right day, we can probably get $3 tall boys. Hey, hey hell yeah. yeah. Our, do you divide up our $425? Right, we're so getting some beers. Four hundred thirty-five million bucks. Powerball jackpot. Name, lucky number, phone number four six six nine six nine six to get in the Millionaires Club. JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Your brush with celebrity. Uh, stemming from a story in which Coriel was asked to sign a man's man boobies. Yeah. Oh, moobs. We'll call them moobs. His moobs. His yeah. moobs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, you got to have some moobs. That's all right. That happens. Yeah. It happened the other night when she was at End Zone and a guy found out she was Coriel from the Kicks Morning Show. It was show. at Arcade Bar. Or versus. Scratch that arcade bar versus mm. arcade bar. Just saying. Get it right. I guess Get it right. I might as well tell the story right. I'll let you tell the story. That's what <laughs> it is. And uh, yeah, you signed a guy's uh, chest. Yeah, it was funny. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, they were having a good time joking around, but he did have a uh, permanent marker. Which is crazy. For whatever reason. He's just walking around with a permanent Sometimes marker. Sometimes you got to have one. You never know who you, you gotta might be run prepared. into. The Coriel Thomas. Oh, so yeah. Wanted you to tell us your brush with celebrity. Were they nice? Were they terrible? Where and how? And we give you a chance oh, to win Ian Munzik tickets. Yes, Nick. Do you guys think at Ornament Smash, we're going to have a lot of people bringing markers for Coriel to sign their moves? Oh, my God. Please do. God, hope so. I, think- I want as many people. I want a bigger line in front of Coriel. Than to actually be up for ornaments. Then our That's, 96 yeah. smashers look yes, at the smash the ornaments. I would love it. I'll oh, make sure we gosh, put a couple of Sharpies so- in the travel bag that goes with us when we go to Ornament Smash. That way, just in case people want yeah. to get her autograph. You take up that task. I can't be bothered <laughs> to carry my own permanent markers. 
<laughs> on Facebook, KX969, Nicole says, I met Bob Saget when I was 16 at the airport oh, in wow. Omaha. He was so kind and took pictures with the group of softball players I was with. That's super nice. nice. Bob Saget, rest in peace. Maddie says, about six years ago, I met Burt Reynolds, and I told him I was a big fan. He told me I was as cute as a button and kissed me right on the cheek. I don't think my face has ever turned that red. <laughs> oh, man. Burt Reynolds, I like it. I like Jessica's. Keith Urban showed up to a hospital here in town, and she happened to be working the triage that night. One of his fans was like, got injured, and he came to check on her. Oh, oh. No I was way. very impressed with that gesture. He stopped in to take a picture with a super nice guy. Wow. That's, that's cool. the most Keith Urban story ever. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think. Allie said, my best friend's baby shower a few weeks ago was at a restaurant, and Rob Riggle was eating there. She went up and got a picture with him. Seems like a nice guy. Amanda met Stephen Baldwin at Walmart on North 27th Street when she was in high school. Of course he was at the North 27th Street. <laughs> Super nice guy. A lot shorter than I thought he was. Uh, And he was here for a skateboarding competition. Got an autograph on my receipt. That's funny. That's hilarious. Laura says, I have met, by the way, way to to just put our best foot forward, huh? Mm -hmm. Like, come to Lincoln. Make sure you visit North 27th Street Walmart. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. You got it. Laura says, I have met Phil Jackson, the former coach of the Bulls. He stopped to get fuel and I was just out of college. Super polite. He's super nice. I actually got a chance to, when I was in college, uh, interview and hang out with him when he came to speak at Doan. Oh, wow. That's cool. Super, super nice guy. Laura says, I met Richard Simmons in Venice, Italy with a group. This sounds like a made up story, uh, but obviously not. With a group of people from my school while traveling abroad in 2008, he was dressed in all white linen and sang us a few lines from an Alicia Keys song while taking <laughs> photos with us. He said he knew we were American because nobody in Europe ever recognizes him. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds like you met a cult leader. <laughs> Just a little that bit. Sounds it mm-hmm. is Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, you can share your brushes with celebrities with us on Facebook, KX969. Have a chance to see Ian Munzik live at the Astro on May 18th. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Kicks 96.9. What's training brought to you by Camping World of Lincoln? Three. It's me. Magazine published its list of the world's most powerful women, and Taylor Swift is at number five. Very cool. The only people behind or ahead of her, excuse me, are the president of the European Commission, the president of the European Central Bank. The Prime Minister of Italy and Vice oh President Kamala Harris. That's outstanding. That's <laughs> it's far-reaching. Awesome. Here, I would argue she's more. She's definitely more important and stronger than most of those people. Right. Yeah, or influential. Because she's, she's in charge of an army of Swifties. Yeah, man. I'll tell like, you what. Like, there's more Swifties than there probably are military members. And yes. that just tells you you need to be watching. Uh, the chokehold of Swifties yeah. is yes. is unmatched. That's also, fantastic. some recognizable names on this list. Melinda Gates at number 10. Mackenzie Scott, formerly Mackenzie Bezos at uh, 13. She's oh. awesome because she keeps giving away all, all the money. She, yeah, she takes all the money. She's like, here, charities. Take it. Yep. And number 31, Oprah Winfrey. Number 36, Beyonce. 74, Rihanna. And at 100, Barbie. Very nice. 
is kind of strange because Barbie's not an actual human being. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Okay. Yesterday, NCAA President Charlie Barker proposed an idea that would create a new FBS or football subdivision, which, quote, would allow the highest resource schools to compensate athletes directly through a trust as well as NIL. Along with that, Barker says, quote, rules should change for any Division One school at their choice to enter into name, image, and likeness licensee opportunities with their student-athletes. As it stands now, schools aren't permitted to, quote, enter NIL deals directly with athletes. Finally, Barker's proposal says that it should be made possible for Division One schools to, quote, offer student-athletes any level of enhanced educational benefits they deem appropriate, Basically, pay for plays coming. It's just a matter of who gets left behind. Right, yeah, Nick? it's uh, it's going to turn into Major League Baseball, where you have about six teams that can afford free agents, and then everyone else is hopefully like, they'll well, be all right. Well, I'll just be here. once in a while. They'll kind of show up. Also, baseball is like a waning sport that no one pays attention to anymore, and mm. that's a big reason why. So it's it's not good for the sport, if you ask me. Okay. I think it's a terrible idea. Uh, also in uh, college football news, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has found a way to stick his nose into college football for the snub of Florida State. Uh, after they were left out of the college football playoff mix, DeSantis vowed to put aside $1 million and let the chips fall where they may, quote-unquote. That money will reportedly go towards any litigation that may come as a result of this really, really poor decision by college football playoff, unquote. Really, really, really. How do you, how do you feel about that, JP? I think. I mean, Florida I think State they not should, getting in. I think they should have been in there. I don't. I think. Yeah, they, they're undefeated yeah. and they won their conference. They should have been. I don't there. care if their quarterbacks hurt or not. Right. Exactly. But then there's also a conspiracy theory floating around. Uh, first by Dan Patrick, he theorized that maybe the committee made their decision in no small part due to Michigan's sign stealing controversy and pitting them against Alabama would be another form of punishment as <laughs> they on paper would be a tougher matchup for the Wolverines to contend with. There's nothing to back that up, mind you, and, that, and that's what makes a great conspiracy theory. But also Bleacher Report College Football put out that the football playoff committee's decision to favor Alabama over Florida State is expected to save ESPN an estimated $150 million in potential revenue losses. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, so that is the correct answer, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, wow. ESPN saving themselves some cash. Dang. And making sure that things go their way. One! And finally... I think I'm wearing the SpongeBob socks today. No, they're hamster socks. Oh, you have SpongeBob. Yeah, the socks. I'm not like one half of them is SpongeBob's face. The other half is Patrick. Oh, very Patrick. nice. Well, Nickelodeon is gearing up once again to simulcast a football game with a cartoon twist. The TV network is set to air their simulcast of the Super Bowl at the same time as sister channel CBS on February 11th, with the help of Nickelodeon characters. Nate Burleson and Noah Eagle will call the game. SpongeBob SquarePants, Patrick Starr uh, will be chiming in as Ooh, well. Cool. As Sandy Cheeks will be the sideline reporter. Dora the Explorer and Boots the Monkey will also make an appearance to explain penalties. Wow. <laughs> Larry Lobster, Young Dylan, and Dylan Schefter will be taking part as well. This is all part of Paramount's way to help kids learn and love football. <laughs> Cute. So yeah, they've cool. been doing this for a few years. It's awesome. My kids really enjoy it. Well, then there you go. That's what it. you guys will be watching February 11th. Well, they will probably in the other room while you're watching your Chiefs mm. in the main room, right? Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's trending today.
You're listening to J. Coriel and Husker Nick. Well, when it comes to doing our show, sometimes there's moments in which people have busy scheduled lives and, and something stuff comes pops up. up. There's kids, there's jobs, we get it. Yeah. So unfortunately, we are not going to be able to. Though. Yeah, I am too, because this was actually a pretty interesting this, conversation. This, this looked like a mess. We will try to get a hold of Dan and Kimberly next week. Unfortunately, Dan could not be on the show this morning. Kimberly yeah, says good. she's upset with her husband for <laughs> making us miss it but i'm sure there's a reason yeah there's a an okay. issue and so he can't get uh on the phone with us so we will bring dan and kimberly back next week until then one of the best of the best from yeah. couple therapy they're in agreement of doing this but who they're going to do it with that's up to you in an all-new couples therapy. Relationships are challenging. Couples costumes. Whenever that happens, that means manhood has left the building. And occasionally, couples need professional help. Oh, that's it. I've had it. One minute. Nothing takes a minute with you. But when getting by on the cheap is the plan of action, there's couples therapy. With J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. And it was James who reached out to us about a dilemma that he and his wife, Amanda, are having. Good morning, James. Morning. So, what's uh, going on that we are going to be involved in today? Uh, well, uh, no, it's called couples therapy, but we're at a pretty good place. We just have a, uh, a question or a couple questions. Um, my wife Amanda and I, we've decided that um, an open marriage is something we would like to pursue. However, okay. we just do not know the smartest way uh, or the most level-headed way on who to tell who to incorporate, who to So naturally, you call us. <laughs> yeah, all right. I love this. I mean, what? we have a reputation to uphold. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, spicy. All right, so you're okay. looking to um, enjoy... We want to... Yeah, Amanda's okay. here, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, jump jump, jump on in, Amanda. So, we, we are great. We're, we're having a great time, but we are totally... Uh, We've just decided that it's okay to dip out and wrestle with other people every once in a while. No big deal. Okay. But we are having an issue um, deciding whether or not to include or exclude our friends and coworkers. So, so, so you, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Here's the thing. We could easily ask our friends. We could totally, you know, and some, some coworkers keep it a little discreet, but and we could, this party could get started, really. But the thing that we want to ask you and all your listeners is, should we exclude friends and just keep it to the app? You know, okay. just work off the apps only? Or are friends fair game? Wow. I will be honest with you. Your brain looks like okay. it's going to explode. Yeah, I know. You. I know. Okay. I'll be honest. Okay. I think you may risk losing friends if you don't approach us the right way and i think you have to i think it's all based on like your own your own vibe like the energy of these people which yeah. i think is really really tough to gauge but i think you and have it in your friends. brain that there's my thing i think you have it in your brain there's probably like maybe a, a, a someone that comes to mind in your friend group it sounds like a couple someone that, that come to mind according <laughs> yeah, to yeah like if, if whoever comes to mind first is somebody that you think would maybe receive this well i guess probably start there but <laughs> i i don't know that's just my idea i don't i don't, mm-hmm. I don't know um husker nick any huh, thoughts on uh, okay. well okay like i i mean 
This is an interesting topic. I would say this, um, mixing friends on that dynamic might not be an awesome idea. Uh, like if that's the if that's the mojo you're going with, it might not be a great idea to get like your friends involved in that. Like maybe right. is the other alternative just like basically uh, swiping right, swiping left, and you know matching with people. Is that kind of your thought process? Yeah, pretty much well, just thought that. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from too. It's like obviously there's a way to proceed intelligently here, but uh, you right. know I don't I don't think we should be ostracized by people just because this is what we're into either. No, I'm not saying they're gonna ostracize you. I'm saying it might yeah. get a little, a little hairy if uh, you're having like the Super Bowl party and then all of a sudden yeah. your wife yeah. and your best friend disappear uh, into the closet, you know, with a bottle to spin. I don't know. So like, I just huh. that's a little. Well, you know then, what I'm saying, are you are you looking to do this separately, um, or is it separately and also including in your own relationship? Well, I think you know what every. Everyone involved is going to be comfortable with, so okay. you know that's right. There's boundaries for who, sure that we're going to we, you know, have, and, um, out of respect for each other and okay. you know others. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, you know huh. what, JP, uh, which yeah. would you would you what would you recommend here? You haven't weighed in on this open marriage thing. <laughs> what do you think? <sighs> um. I think probably the apps might be the best way to go, just so you don't uh, alienate yourself with your friends and co, especially coworkers. That could be really yeah. awkward. Huh? Mozzarella yeah. sticks for everybody. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I do know different kind of app. Every everyone's uh, everyone's relationships are, look different. It's all it's all gradient. And there's a whole scale to it. And just because someone is interested in something else doesn't mean that it's a, a you know a wrong way to go about a relationship. They just have different preferences. What? Um. I, I do know that I, I do, I'll just say this much. I know s- some people who maybe um, participate in this type of oh, relationship. Okay. And I know that it is um, a fine line to walk because there have mm-hmm. been uh, proposals to other people and that may make them feel uncomfortable in the long run. Um, have you been invited? No. Okay. Well, why would you ask that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you pass that no. information over to JP? I think is that sort of the next that's question. That's not what I'm saying. I just, that's not what I'm saying. I just or know. maybe to our our guests on the show. <laughs> yeah, Here, I'll write a de- check. Yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I, I do know it, it can get a little it can get a little uh, dicey if you don't go about it the right way. So uh, so I am saying that it is a good idea that you are trying to figure out how to do this the right way because it can. Um, I'm interested to hear the, our listeners. No yeah. pun intended. Turn people off. I think we've all three <laughs> yeah. given you some uh, like thoughts about it. Let's get to the listeners and see if our listeners have anything to say to help you guys out. Next with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. So. The question is, they're good with this. They're going to do it either way. What What's the avenue they should go down? Yes. So um, I guess it's it's kind of hard because there's no really clear clear cut team. Um, so are you Are you team invite friends and coworkers? Are you team just go off the apps? Yeah, Would that maybe be the team include include your friends. I'm trying to figure this out. This Why is are we going just a- a- apps? I mean, they can meet people in the wild. That's true. Like they could do that, too. Uh, go to the so tubbery team, with the extreme on a weekend. Include close friend circle or exclude them entirely. So team friends or team... Team include ex- or team exclude. There team friends or friends with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this is super awkward. If you would like to chime in on this, you can do it Facebook and Twitter, KX969, to be a part of Couples Therapy. 
It's couples therapy of a, a different kind today. As uh, might even be a couples therapy first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. This this has never happened, right, Nick? We've never had not that I can think of. All right. Uh, Especially not one where both of the people were in the in an agreement already. They're just asking for our help. Right. Man. Uh, it's Amanda and James. They are married. They have decided they're going to try an open marriage, meaning they are okay with each other having wrestling matches with other people. Yeah. Um, and they're just having an issue right now deciding if they're going to <clears throat> include or exclude friends and coworkers. Okay. I got a uh, message coming in on yeah. the page from, it says like Bearded Rob. It says, ask JP how many pineapples you have to have up upside down and where to hang them. <laughs> No clue. That, that's a, yeah, that relationship's a little different. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> that's like a, that's like a whole swap thing. On Twitter. I told, hey, I inclusion. To, I told you guys, I told you guys about how my father-in-law, which this is, they are not, they do not have an open relationship. My father-in-law and Jess's stepmom bought a camper and they put oh, on the I back of it, I want to say it was like. Oh, it was like Love Shack is what the license plate said. Oh. And the first time they went camping in California. So maybe this will help our two people that are on the show. But <laughs> they had Love Shack on their license plate. And, and like pineapples? The yeah. No, 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 no pineapples. Oh, but okay. people were just knocking on their door all night because they saw it said Love Shack on their, wow. on their camper. Oh, yeah, God. man. You got to Woo. That's dangerous right there. Cody on Twitter says, I feel uncomfortable answering this, but I'll just tell you this. If you've made a list already, whatever you do, don't laminate it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, a, a direct message came in, says, oh, she has a co-worker in mind. The way she said it, I cannot handle this couple's therapy. Oh, she's a co-worker in mind. Oh, I am funny. team exclude friends and co-workers unless they're totally comfortable with their open marriage being public knowledge, which may be why they're on the radio station. <laughs> but our people are going to talk and it's going to get out at some point if they include people they know and are close with. So they, I think they need to decide if that's a risk worth it for them. Okay. High kicks. What do you think? I think they should definitely avoid the coworkers. Okay, um, why is that? Well, coworkers tend to chit chat sometimes, and if things don't go well, oh yeah, you know that's going to be all over the office. Yeah. Here's a similar thing, and I'm going to make it clean, but it's you never rustle where you sit. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Another message coming in uh, says, open marriage question mark, exclude. It's a small world, and sooner or later, someone you know will find out anyway, and that those interested will seek you out. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, People okay. will start knowing, like, people will know. Yeah. That's, I, a, good, that's a good point. Hi, Kicks. Hi. I don't know if I really have an opinion. I'm just calling because I feel like this is a sign, but yesterday... I was reading some news on the, like, I have the news pop up on the internet, and there was a story about a Nashville officer and how she had an open relationship with other coworkers, and it's just kind of like a spiral event, and they all mm. ended up getting suspended and fired in the long run. Oh, wow. Even, oh, though, even though some of them were, like, more than willing to be a part of it at the time, man, yeah. it all just kind of came back and bit them in the butt, like, months later. Yikes. So that's so, something that, mm, even yeah. if they do do it, which is fine, but they uh, might want to consider that. Coworkers is a bad idea, so, yeah. Coworkers might make it messier. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. 
You know, I think it's funny that Nick said this because it is true. Okay. Hmm. It is a breath of fresh air in a way that we have this conundrum because these two people have decided on this avenue. Because I feel like more often than not, it's someone else saying, don't worry, I have an open marriage, when in fact... They do not. Oh, <laughs> you know? solid point. So Very uh, solid th- this point. could actually be much, much worse. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, Amanda, James, you guys will be able to just kind of collectively feel the vibe from any yeah. friends or coworkers. Yeah. I guess if you are really like, yeah, if, if it comes up in conversation, if you're really certain that this person will take it, receive it well. <laughs> the information or yeah. your good lord curry your words here um uh, <laughs> then then maybe go for it but it seems that for the most part people yep. want you to exclude yeah. especially co-workers friends or co-workers especially yeah. co-workers yeah so maybe going by the way of meeting, like Coriel said, people in the wild or apps would be the way to I'm go. I'm sure. I'm sure Coriel can give you the number to her friends if you need it. <laughs> to you know, yeah, kind of like kickstart the program <laughs> off. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> kickstart the program. Oh my wow. God. All right. That's well, perfect. Uh, Amanda, James, does that help you guys out? Yeah, actually, it, and this was fun. What <laughs> <So, laughs> we have a lot to talk about. And yeah, thank you so much. I, I I think it definitely makes a lot of sense to uh, not like keep it as private as possible. But the people talking about you know not involving coworkers seems like a very smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, hey, we're glad we could help. Uh, yes. And, and oh, thank you. Best of luck. Yes. Good luck and <laughs> have fun. Is that what happy you hunting? Say? I think is what you happy hunting. Happy. Is that what? <laughs> happy trails <Nice>. to you. <laughs> JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. This segment is more to let guys know and help them avoid falling into said trap. Well, okay. I think I should be doing my duty by saying, don't give it away. But I get it. I understand you're trying to do a solid. So the latest TikTok trend is the Name One Woman Challenge. And it's it's pretty simple. This is the premise in the video. Ask your man to name a woman. If that guy says any other name than yours, you should start a fight. So you ask your man to name one woman. And he usually pauses because he doesn't get it at first. And so sometimes you have to repeat the question. Mm. If your guy right. says your name uh, like this gentleman did. Name one woman. That's the question? Yeah. Alex? <gasps> Duh. How stupid do you think I am? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's just smarter than her. That's He's smarter. That or you, the, the, there's guys that uh, didn't get it right. Name one woman. Name a woman? Yeah. Anne Hathaway? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me guess. He that wasn't it. Anne Hathaway. No, it was not oh. Anne Hathaway. You know, to be honest Anne with Anne. you, I'm thinking about what my boyfriend might say, and I think that he w- always assumes that I'm not being serious or I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, be funny or something. So he probably wouldn't say my name. He'd probably think that I was I had said something like it was actually a riddle that I've just kind right. of buried, and he's trying to figure it out. I think it would take him a while to actually say a woman's name because I think he'd think I was trapping him in other ways, but yeah. like <laughs> not even in this way. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Poor guy. 
these this is like a perfect example though of like how because like if i said that to my wife i should probably chris helmsworth who would be the first yeah if it was it reverse she'd say chris helmsworth. like there's zero chance. ron jeremy or something <laughs> and then i'd be like oh, yeah you would i'd panic that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it'd be something so out of pocket so but like but like it's it's one of those things where it's like uh yeah they'd be like why would i name you <laughs> you know i don't know i just right. think it's super funny right i think it's hilarious also there's the this, assumption that like you're already kind of implied i'm i i guess so maybe yeah kind of defending the guys here to me to me the that original woman that you played yeah to me that's more of like uh hey fellas if your girlfriend says this to you and then tries to start a fight over it you should dump her that's what he's doing. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? I think so. <laughs> like, I definitely am not into dating a chick if she's going to be like, name one woman. And then you're like, uh, Jessica Beal. And she's like, oh, we're fighting now. <laughs> I'm out of here. See you later. Well, Have a good day. All supposed to be, I mean, it's, t- she's obviously trying to be go, funny or whatever, but I'm uh, sure go, there have been like t- bigger fights for less. So go find knows? that golden retriever you're looking for and then that'll work. Yeah. Out. The golden retriever boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Golden go retriever. find that guy. Cause this ain't it. Yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Those, those boyfriends will always say your name. That's just, that's golden retriever boyfriend. And also Pete. the correct answer to my wife, if I said name one guy, if she doesn't say Patrick Mahomes, then we are having words. <laughs> Uh, we are beefing. We That's are funny. beefing. Okay, so I, I was. We were just going to talk about this, but I think maybe we would try and like on the Kicks Morning Show page. Maybe we post this video and like see if we can get people to maybe send us their videos of them trapping the guys or the girls. Um. Well, I, th- I truly I think you should just send us the video, like yeah, just straight up video. message us the video. Straight up, do that. Okay. Yeah, on the Morning Show page, KX yeah, Mornings. Try. If you're a guy. This. You could try this on your lady too. Yeah. Definitely. Do the reverse. Yeah. Name a blank challenge. And if you message us on the morning show page, KX Mornings, you might just get a little bit of air time. Yeah, yeah. That is Old Dominion. Song for another time. Kicks out a 6-9. Yes, that does count in the game that we're playing, the memory. Where you keep track of all of the... Old Dominion songs we play during the workday. Yeah, memory yep. lane, memory game. Get your chance yep. to be on the floor for the big show at PBA this Saturday. Yes, and you can find more of those details. And even in case you miss it, the very first song, there's a freebie yep. for you. It's on our Facebook page, KX969. I'm curious to see how people are doing with this. Yeah, I'm a little worried. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it would be much easier, easier if their job was to look out for Old D. But now they're trying to listen for old D. And I honestly think that that's harder to do. Okay. I would almost agree. <laughs> well, like, you know, for some, it's, for some though, it's like, it's like, I, I think it just like, <laughs> never mind. Never and JP mind. and JP, you're directing them to a web page to see the last time we had old D. No, they're listening to. Well, I guess technically, yeah. Technically, you can. Because uh, you go to kzkx.com and listen to the That's show a bold on there. Thing to do, my friend. Station on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Memory Lane game. Be listening to the Old Dominion songs. You can catch them, write them down, and then when we come back on Friday, the twentieth yeah. caller will have to recite back the songs in order to mm-hmm. win the tickets, and whoever's the closest is going to get those tickets. So from eight a.m. to five p.m. Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. we've got those songs. So you still have today left and tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I like that post you guys put up about what it would be like if we were helping you keep track of old D. Yeah. It was like a one thing. 
I was nervous because I thought it was JP's cell phone, like sent me something to, to open that <laughs> to open that message from JP that's labeled like, hey, did you see old D was just and then that's and all. And then it, it trails off with the, like, the ellipses. And you're like, oh no. Where he texts you preemptively and he says, Hey, I'm gonna send you something about old D. And then you're yeah. like, Oh god, god. You throw your phone. The other the other day he was trying to help me and he first he texted me, Hey, you up? And then he sent me a photo. <laughs> And I did not know what that was, and I was scared to look. But it was actually just him telling me that old D had just played on, you know, on the, on the air. He says W-I-D. I was like, what? What's happening right now? Oh, I love it. All right, so keep track of those songs. Your chance to win floor seats for the big show on Saturday with Old Dominion at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Coming up, Would You Rather on a Wednesday. It's Kicks. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. It's Wednesday, therefore, would you rather Wednesday time? Oh, you're all so lucky. Are we? Yep. Oh, man, we are. Of course we are. Okay. You sure are. Yeah, this is where we really get to stretch out our brain muscles. All right. Get to flex the brain muscles. What part of our brain muscle do you want to flex today, Coria? Um, creativity. Okay. I don't know. Is that a brain muscle? I question mark. Sure probably frontal is. lobe left brain I don't know <laughs> I don't okay know. what's up would you rather win an Oscar but not be able to attend the ceremony or present an Oscar to somebody obviously but not win anything oh I totally want to present you want to present yeah I want to be there and I want to be in the room where it happened like the, all the stuff that's going on you'd be on stage presenting it yeah yeah I mean, that'd be awesome mm. to be in the crowd, to be a part of, to be able to go backstage. You'd be and get on the, little the stage. Envelope. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, for the, you'd be there the, for the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like you're yeah. saying with the winning of the Oscar, you wouldn't get to go. But if you present, like, you get to be there for the th- the thing in the same yeah. room as DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and George Clooney and Anne Hathaway and a whole bunch of others. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be down to present. I'm down for that. I love that idea. What about Nick? What do you think, Nick? So, I don't want to be around these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly got our answer. because with my luck, I would present to the one fool who was like getting on stage and like, I'm going to lecture you all on whatever it is that I think I know more than everybody on the planet about. And then it'll just suck. So I'd rather just win an Oscar for being in a cool movie and then stay home. <laughs> that That's works. perfect. That's I just perfect. don't, I am not, I mean like, cause I also would argue with whoever it was if I didn't like what they had to say. You'd be asked to leave anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I might as well just win an Oscar so I can make more money in my next movie and just stay home. Oh my gosh. How about you? You know what I mean? Funny. Like, That's perfect. I just, yeah. I just don't know that I could handle it. <laughs> Um, I think, oh, wow. Honestly, I think I would uh, like to present an Oscar and not win anything for sort of the same thing that you said, JP, then you're like, you're there to experience it all. Yeah. And also you kind of get your own little moment to shine. I mean, Oscars are great, obviously. And that makes you look Mm -hmm. wonderful and they look great on your like, I don't know, Oscar mantle at home. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of it being empty. Yeah. I think that's awesome to get those accolades, but when you all, but also we, everybody just, I, I think most people 
really part of it is just getting that recognition in that moment. Because, like, who's going to have access to your house beyond, like, other elite celebrities right. who are also like, oh, yeah, no big deal, Pfft, just an Oscar, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's really just like public opinion. You get that moment of recognition, like, oh, they won the Oscar. Cool, moving on. But as a presenter, yeah. you also kind of get that moment of recognition because you get you're to like your time to shine. You get yeah. to tell jokes or whatever. You get to present the award. So I, I think I would go that. Yeah, way. you get to be goofy up there. Yeah, I would see that part would be fun. I would do kind of like, like DiCaprio would start talking about water climate change. Con, like, yeah, he'd be like, well, what about climate change? And I'm like, how about you date a woman over the age of 24? <laughs> right? Why? You know what I mean? Like, right. like of course, you're saying. of course you're against change because you hate your girlfriend's aging. That's how I would, <laughs> that's what I would say. As a presenter, I think I'd want to do something like Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Also, in a little bit of my, my brain wants me to do like a pull, like a full on Ricky Gervais, but I don't think I'm brave enough. I just thought of another thing you get. What? Is if you go to it, you swag get the, bags. the swag bags. Yeah. Like tens of thousands of dollars of swag. Like swag. Your private yacht, uh, yacht rental for a month. Stuff or whatever. we all get. I mean, plus, so- plus, if I did it and they were like, I was up there and like, say, Florence Pugh was the one I was presenting with, I would be too in awe of how hot she is to be able to speak. She's <laughs> incredibly attractive. Like, I would just be like, oh my God. You would, you'd get kicked out or canceled or both within like I would. 10 minutes. I would just be like, I would just be sitting there and I'd be like, you are so gorgeous. And <laughs> like, it's not even cosplay because it's a movie you're in. Hey, Nick. And oh my God. Hey, Nick. Hmm. Name a hmm. woman. <laughs> oh. Um, Jesse. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I knew. Can't catch you slipping. Nope, not slipping there. I'm always thinking. This This is JP, Coriel, and Husker News. Life. Here's potentially a good one and one to avoid when it comes to, oh, this is the great life hack that I saw on uh, TikTok okay. or on the internet the other Try day. Try me. The first one is uh, if you want a better tan, pour beer all over yourself. I, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Some influencer posted a video by a pool where she pours beer on her legs and rubs it in like lotion. It's supposed to give you a deep, darker tan. Uh, there's some half-baked science behind it. Um, but good use of a pun there. Ah, very nice. Thank you very much for that. No, I, not very nice. Very nice to you. Yeah. Good thank job. You. Thank you. Uh, but apparently the, the Hobson beer can supposedly promote the production of melanin. Yes. The stuff that gives our skin its pigment. Yes. Know, so it does kind of work, but not really. Dang. Uh, I, I mean, I, it does kind of feel like a waste of beer anyway, so. It does. I'll Why are you like pouring beer oil? on yourself when you could be putting it in your body? In your mouth. And then this one, I would have taken seriously until I saw it came from the UK. So it makes me feel like it's just the British messing with us. Okay, why? There's a UK mathematician named Hannah Fry that did a video explaining why gloves don't always work on cell phones. But sausages and pickles do. <laughs> As you're taking a drink. It's texture. Uh, it's complicated, but here's the explanation in a nutshell. It has to do with electricity. Oh. Uh, humans, sausages, and pickles can store an electric charge and conduct it. What? So when we touch our phone screen, our stored charge connects with the grid inside of it. And that doesn't happen with items that don't transfer electricity like a wooden utensil or gloves. 
And so they're saying, so, okay. carry around a sausage or a pickle in your pocket just in case well, your glove doesn't work when it's super cold outside. I just, I think that's really rude. Just, just more people are more prepared. So why is it rude? More people are more prepared. Yeah. So I think doesn't give everybody a fighting chance. Right. Just seems that maybe only only a, a portion of folks will consistently have a pickle or a sausage with them at all. With times. them at all times, you know, in their pants, <laughs> in their purse, you know, I, wherever sure they keep, wherever they keep their pickles. You and usually have one or both with you at all times. <laughs> yeah, you? I am one of the prepared. Like, yeah. don't get it twisted. <laughs> right. I mean, forget the gloves that have like the sensor things uh, on the fingers. Mine Just, don't work. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. It makes sense. So. We were just complaining about that the other day when it was really cold out and we were wearing gloves. I said, why even buy these blanking things if they're it's just not it gonna work? Feels like false advertising. It really does. So life hack is to just carry pickles and you, sausages in your pants. <laughs> I mean that like all the, I mean, your pockets and stuff, you know. It's a saying? scientific <laughs> way that they present it, but do you really believe the British telling us this? Because they're the folks that uh, come up with the funny stuff all the time with Monty Python and and comedians and whatnot. I don't know. I I think we can. Okay. I think we can. Does the pickle have to be damp, or does it like just carry around a dry one? Is the sausage cooked, or can you just carry an uncooked sausage? Well, I in don't your know. Pocket? There's a lot of questions here. Looks there like really we're gonna have to try them for science. I think we Bummer. Will absolutely do that. <laughs> JP Coriel and Husker Nick. one big thing. I am so excited to see Santa Claus. You know what I think is really wonderful? Of all the malls in this great country of ours, he chooses to come here Mm -hmm. year after year. You know? I mean, who are we? You know? I'll tell you who we are. The lucky ones. Lucky ones. Every year we choose to head to our favorite mall, the Gateway Mall, for the 10th, now 10th annual ornament smash. And Santa usually parks his stuff over by where we're at. Yeah, he's like across like the way, sort of, and us, yeah. eyes us down. He gets a little jealous sometimes. And he comes over and says hello, which is very nice of him. But yeah. Uh, he watches other people pluck an ornament off the tree and then win what's inside, and, and then it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. He has to travel the yeah. globe mm-hmm. in one night and squeeze in and out of chimneys and carry heavy loads. He's like... <laughs> What the heck? We take, I mean, I'd be I mean, jealous, too, to watch everyone else just win so easily, and then he has to do all this heavy lifting. He also should be very thankful of, uh, for us, because we just take, like, 96 people off of his list. We go ahead and True. get a bunch of prizes up. True. Yeah. He should be thanking us. He should be thanking us. Santa, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, ornament Smash is back yeah. for our 10th year of it, uh, and it's the biggest event of the year with your shot to smash and grab uh, prizes from like anything from a laptop to a tablet to tickets, gift cards, you name it, it's on the tree. Yeah, lots of gift cards to Gateway Mall itself and Love It Jewelers, yes. Nutrition Authority, Jet Splash Car Wash, Wahoo Locker. Yeah, very good memory. Thank Remember you. all of those. Those are just a couple just off the top of your head. Examples. So uh, if you want to get in for Ornament Smash, we do have, again, online at KZKX.com. Yes, and on Facebook, KX969. Okay. And then, of course, the standard way to do it is by listening for this. Oh, oh, oh yes! Merry Christmas! Kicks 96.9. And then being the right caller. And this is not a drill! <laughs> it's happening. 
Burn up and smash this Saturday. Gateway Mall, would you like to get in? 466-9696. Call number 20. We will get you in for some smashing and a chance at one of our 96 prizes on the tree. Tomorrow on all new Datum or Dumpum with Kelsey. Nice. Um, looking to break up with her boyfriend. Not so nice. We'll get JP makes his guess and more. Have yourself a great day. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick.